Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned in to Real to Real Radio, where it don't get no realer than this. On In Life Now with your host, Ms. Tamara C. Gooch. Now on to the show. Hello there, Miss Lindsay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. We've had a few little technical difficulties, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, We're working it out (laughs) on the back end. Um, So we're going to go ahead and get started. My day has been all over the place. (sighs) So let me just take a breather. And I'm fighting a head cold, so y'all forgive me if my words sound kind of uh, jumbled up. I'd rather have my cold than my one-year-old. So I want to welcome you all to tonight's show. Thank you for joining in. Um, thank you for joining Real to Real Blog Talk Radio with your host, Tamara C. Gooch. I have the awesome pleasure of reintroducing to our guest a beautiful, beautiful spirited woman, Miss um, Lindsay Emita. She came on the show a while ago. I mean, it just wowed us. So I had to have her back because what she talks about is not just for women. What she talks about is for men as well. It's for everyone. And let me just give you all a little bit uh, about her. Lindsay is the CEO of Transparent Grace and lives in Charlotte, North Carolina. She is a speaker, a coach, a trainer, and author of the soon-to-be-released book, When Life Happens, Understanding God's Purpose, Plan, and Process for Your Life. I love that, that title. Life can leave us all hurt, broken, and wanting to give up. Lindsay's story is no different, but she kept thinking there has to be more to this faith thing than going to church. So true. Her pursuit to equip women to win in life and faith began when she realized church did not prepare her to live the faith she was taught. Where church teaches the what and why of Christian faith, the most important part is the how. Now, armed with wisdom, education, and practical applications, Learned on her journey, Lindsay equips women to bridge the gap between real life and faith through her workshops, seminars, retreats, and the real life faith community. She creates an atmosphere of safety, transparency, and hope that gives women permission to lower their guard to explore real life issues and topics some religious organizations do not address. Step by practical step. She guides women to deeper faith and richer lives through real-life faith. Can you all just give me a hearty welcome to Ms. Lindsay Inita. Yes. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing wonderful. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, too. We haven't talked since the last time I had you on the show, and it is. It's a new year. It doesn't seem like it's 2016. No, it doesn't, but it is. And I'm I'm so bad because, funny thing is, I'm still catching myself writing 2015. I have to remind myself that it actually is 2016. Wow, wow, wow. So before we even dive into this redefine your life, because I want people to 
to really grasp a hold of what it is that you do. I want them to gain so much from this. Um, and I want to say this to those who I see um, who have called in um, and listening by phone and those who are listening online, um, you can always listen to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, On Demand if you have to get off for some reason. So it's 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 available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you have a question for myself or for Lindsay, press one to let us know that you um, that you have a question. Now, before we get into all the goodness that I know you're going to bring to us, can you just share with our listening audience um, who you are and what you do outside of what you're known for? Well, um, I'm first of all a mom. <laughs> I'm a mom yes. of three, and I am definitely an entrepreneur. I've always been, when I look back over my life, always been out doing something, uh-huh. <laughs> talking, selling, doing something. Um, I am an adventurous person who loves to go travel. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I've started to, mm, my wings are already pretty spread. One of my running jokes with uh with me and God is that if you can do above all and all, if you're doing above all I can ask or think, and I already think globally, I don't uh-huh. know what bigger thing there is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, but he he continues to surprise me all the time. So, um, a little bit about even how I got this thing going, and I didn't realize this is what was happening in my life was. I I was in church, you know. I've been in church all my life, and I uh-huh. was brought up in church. And um, but I did not have a relationship with Christ until thirty. I was oh. baptized when I was eight, and in that, it was um, it was quite a journey. <laughs> quite a few things happened to me uh, uh-huh. <laughs> over the over that time. Um, I, I had. Let's see. We had some promiscuity. We had some sexual assault. We had some. Mm. Um, we we had some walking away from God and walking away from the church. We had um, health issues. Uh, we had yeah. family deaths. Well, mm-hmm. successes. You know, graduating number five in your class and going to college mm-hmm. on a free ride and you know getting married and having kids and all that. But I always felt like something was wrong. And even at fifteen, now at fifteen, you usually not. Uh, aware that you're missing something, mm-hmm. but when I was in church one time, um, <laughs> I, my 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 uncle was my pastor, and I told him I said I don't understand what you're saying. Like the reason that we talk up here because we don't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And he said, "What do you mean?" I said, "You use like twenty five dollar words, and and we still <laughs> on dime words, so we don't know." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and he told me, instead of saying, you know, break it down to me or anything like that, he looked at me and he said, you need to go get a dictionary. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, being the feisty little person I am, was mm-hmm. and still am. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. Went right on back to talking. I, knew, I was like, forget this. If he don't <laughs> want me to know, why should I know? Uh-huh. It must not be that important. <laughs> so I went on, did my own thing. You know, I still went to church. I had to. I was under my mom's roof. So I went uh-huh. to church. I still had friends in church and did everything that you're supposed to do. But in the in the middle of all of that and going to college, getting married, having kids, I was like, something is not right. Like, yeah. I'm going to church and everything, but this thing ain't working for me. I don't uh-huh. know what they're talking about. <laughs> and so I got tired of that. I was like, look, I need something different. And I just got to a very low place where mm-hmm. I was doing some um, real stupid stuff, like real stupid stuff. And and I was in church. Matter of fact, I was a minister of music. Oh, wow. Real okay. stupid stuff. You hear me? Real <laughs> stupid. And and I was like, God, this is not what I want to do, man. But, like, I, I don't want to help me understand and it was at a, at that low point, and God was like, if you want to know, I'll tell you. Okay, please, say something. And so he mm-hmm. sent people my way, and I kept asking them, what made you what made you want to do this faith thing for real? Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. And, and they were like, 
when, once you have a relationship with him, everything changes. Yes. Well, I thought I had had a relationship with him because I knew him. But mm-hmm. how many of you guys know here on the phone, on the call, you can know somebody but not really know them? Come on. Tell it. Okay. So um, I put a post up today, as a matter of fact, is um, I said, trusting in God, <laughs> you're having trouble trusting in God because your relationship with him is casual. And Say that again. I know that. You, I, I said simply, you're having trouble trusting in God's plan for you because your relationship with him is casual. Mm-hmm. Because when you, and, and I know that firsthand, that's not, you know, some people responded, you know, ouch. And this, I know that because I did that's that. That's true. Yeah. So I had a casual relationship with him. And to be honest with you and to be very truthful, so many Christians have a casual relationship yes. with with God. You know, we meet him in passing on Sunday. But Monday yes. through Saturday, we're getting beat about the head and shoulders. And so this is why um, this even came up. And I went through all kinds of things. I'm, I'm a, also a divorcee. And okay. I was married for 17 years. And I was like, God, you know, yo, save this marriage. Now I'm laying out in the floor and pleading and crying and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. he had to teach me a lot, a lot about me and a lot about him mm-hmm. and a lot about life and how we do it incorrectly with him mm. and how I was doing it incorrectly with him, even how I was doing things incorrectly as a wife. Mm. So... Um, real life faith was born. Out, it's really born out of my life, but it's surely born out of uh, my experience. It's also I'm I'm also a seminarian. I have a master of divinity. So okay. going through the academic experience and the spiritual experience and trans transformation uh, began something totally new in mm-hmm. my life, and people were able to see it because they were wondering how come I wasn't like going crazy from all the things that were happening in my life. Yeah. How I could still serve, you know, at a high level, still how I could encourage, connect, and work at a high level. Mm -hmm. And yet, I mean, did I cry? Yeah, yeah, I did all of that. But what God was showing me was how he doesn't waste anything. Mm. And so... Through through all of this, even how Redefine Your Life got started was because I had to redefine my life. I had to do it. You'll That's never where a lot of people get stuck. Out. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never see me put out or do anything that I have not had, that I have not done myself mm-hmm. or had to go through myself. So I know that this is the truth. Um, yeah. So Redefine Your Life, people especially uh, people who've been in bad breakups, mm-hmm. who have uh, lost jobs, like major jobs, um, mm-hmm. like your side job. I mean, like they laid you off, you've been working there 15 years type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, uh, even even when you get married, you know, you really have to begin to redefine. And that's something that uh, a lot of people don't do. We don't take the time to, in major life shifts, we don't take the time to say, okay, where does this put me now? Yeah. And how does this change me? You know, how does this add to me? Because Mm -hmm. something that most single women want is to be married. That's right. But marriage involves a lot of things, a lot of things. And many do not count the cost. And marriage <laughs> demands you pay. <laughs> yes. They're not ready so, for those times where you have to talk to your spouse before you get ready to do something. You can't just up and do it. When you were single, you was mm-hmm. like, okay, <laughs> you know, I can go yes. ahead and do what I want. But right. now you have a spouse that you have to, to you know, check with and say, okay, we're in this together. So I totally agree with what, with what you're saying. I love that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, you know, that's a lot of me. I'm I'm a very, I've always been one of the gifts, and, and this is something that I try to help people see. Um, uh-huh. I teach them about purpose, plan, and process, right? 
Yeah. And which is why the the book is named that because uh, what I found is that when we don't trust God, it's difficult for us to like we sing the songs, we do the dance, we do whatever. <laughs> but Monday through Go Saturday, through the I'm telling you, yeah. When Monday through Saturday, when things are, I mean, when all hell is literally breaking loose in your life, huh? it's like you feel so so lost and abandoned. Yeah, You're emotionally drained. You don't mm. have a true outlet because people can't really, they don't want to get in your mess because they don't want to get messy with you. And they, you know, some people will, but they still can't quite get there because they're not in that space. That's and right. many times, um, because we have not had the experience with God to trust mm. him, that we can't see that this thing might work out for my good. That's right. You know, it's something, you know, that you're saying that just kind of rings true in me growing up in the church as well. My mother would always say, no matter what, praise him anyhow. You know, Mm -hmm. praise him even more when you're going through it. Don't get down in your pity parties expecting people to get down there with you, you know, and have a pity with you, but continue to praise him. And I right. couldn't understand that early on. You know, like you said, you, you've you been divorced. I have, too. Been divorced once, no once. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm going through all this, and you telling me to praise and praise for what? Right. And it wasn't until I fully got in the Word and understood what, what redefining myself, rediscovering myself, restoration, I understood those things, and I was like, okay, okay, because Mm -hmm. you know the end result. I don't. So when I come out of this, I'm going to be better than I was going into this. So, yeah, I, I, oh, I totally agree um, with what you said, and I love the... I really, really love the 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 book title, Understanding God's Purpose, Plan, and Process. Now, did the book come about with your life's purpose and why you're so passionate about it through what you do? Um, God gave me that book, <laughs> to be honest. All right. So then we know he it's going to be a bestseller. Right, right. I thought <laughs> this is... And this is ain't got nothing to do with me. I fully uh-huh. expect that this will be a New York bestseller. A New York yes. bestseller. Because right. what he has given me is it's <laughs> sometimes I feel funny, I feel awkward saying it because I don't want people to think it's me. Because it's not. Um but what he's shown me in how to do life has changed and transformed everything that I do in life. And then people uh-huh. are like, how do you do that? I go, well, I understand what's happening. So give, let me give you an example. I did not understand why God wouldn't save my marriage. Uh-huh. I did not understand why my grandmother, who was like my mother, died just suddenly. You know, okay. different things like that. I didn't understand why um, why I... My boyfriend at the time, that who became my husband, decided, I'm going to join the Air Force. Uh-huh. But all of my dreams and all of my investment had been with the, with Jimmy Dean Foods, and I was going to go be a marketing executive and, you know, all these things. And why life didn't work out, what is going on? Uh-huh. I had to move from Omaha to Charlotte in six weeks with oh, wow. no job and three kids, two dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wow. And so what happened is he showed me over this time, and I didn't know it, I, I journal, And I started looking back at my journals a couple of years ago. And 10 years ago, God said to me, hey, go on this journey with me. Once I said, yes, I'm 40, I'll be 41 next week. And, uh-huh. I, and 10 years ago, he said, go on this journey with me. And I said, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> be 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 very careful before you say yes. You're gonna go on this journey with God because you do uh-huh. not know what you're gonna get. 
Um, That's right. Yes. But what happened was is he was teaching me process, right? All of these mm-hmm. things, marriage falling apart, children being born, uh, mm-hmm. moving. We were a military family, so we were moving, all these different moving pieces. And what he was showing me is how he was processing me. Processing okay. is, is also what people would say refinement, mm-hmm. um, character development, mm-hmm. um, faith enrichment. Yes. All of those things are part of, of his process, right? Those are things he uses to process us. But if we don't understand that, mm-hmm. then it, none of it makes sense. And we go, well, what are you doing, God? Why are you allowing this to happen to me? Uh-huh. You know, you don't love me, and people walk away because they don't understand that this is a process. He He's not he's not dumb or ignorant about what's going on, so this is a process, and he's allowing it to go on. Because yeah. what he's doing is he's going to show you two things. He's going to show you something, some things about him, and he's going to show you some things about you. Now, yeah. in the process, he answers those two questions. Everything you face, he's answering those two questions. Uh-huh. However, overall, once you see the process, you go, oh. Once now you understand I get this, it. Yeah, now I get it. And and But it goes back to have you built a relationship with him That's right. in order to trust that this process does yield mm-hmm. what he says it will yield, which is all things, all things work mm-hmm. together. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So this, this a, it, it, all, it really is an intertwined type of thing, but it happened um, when I, because I said, God, I just need to know what you want from me. I was, mm-hmm. just, I was in a place in my business that I was at, Complete frustration, mm-hmm. and I said, "I'm not doing another thing." And I just got really quiet, and and he he just said, "This is what I want you to say." And once he showed me, he said, "Go back to your journal on this date. Look at that." I was writing down process, plan, and purpose for mm. years, and did not realize it. Mm. Did not realize it. So once the, he showed me, I'll go book. back here. Go back here. Yeah, yeah. Wrote the whole book. I said, "Oh, oh, oh okay." <laughs> and, <laughs> I love it. You know, what do you do when you just put it in your lap? You got to move with it. I love that. I love that. And I, I just, I really love how you you shared your personal experience that just kind of helped push you in the direction that you're going because there are a lot of women who may be experiencing what you're experiencing now, but they don't know how to how to get out of it, how to overcome, what's the next step, you know, to do what they're asking the who, what, when, where, why, and how. They're lost. Right. Um, right. And really what what I really wanted to do with tonight's show, I don't really want to take a break. Okay. I want you to... Because I know you've done some phenomenal work. Now, can you share that with the listeners? Because what I really want, once you do that, is for you to just go in on giving us tips on how to redefine your life. Okay. Um, so it, it's funny that you said that who and where. I was like, yep, that's what we need to talk about tonight because <laughs> we just kept on coming up. Um so one of the things that I that I want to say first is sometimes people are afraid to take the step of redefining. Yes. Because they they feel like I know exactly who I am, I know yeah. what I'm doing, you know, all the time, and that's not true. And yeah. it's not true. Um, redefining yourself does not mean that you're failing. It just means that you're in a different season. That's right. When I was when I divorced, I had to be honest with myself. I had been in this relationship since I was 19 years old. Okay. So so that was a very normal part of my day <laughs> in life, and then to not have it was really crazy for me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I had to understand who Lindsay was again because I was lost in my own life for years, even even when the marriage was, you know, halfway good, I was still lost because I was pouring out um, 
into everybody else except for myself. So you want to to redefine it because even if you're married, if you're not single, you still need to make sure that you are you are grounded. Yeah. So so the way that I do redefinition, uh, I talk about seven components, and there's seven components of real life faith that that I deal with. There is um, spiritual, and the spiritual is the foundation. Mm-hmm. Because what if you are disconnected from God, then that automatically means you're disconnected from yourself. Mm. So when people say I'm lost in life, you know, I just don't, I just feel disconnected. I don't know what's going on. I I don't know me anymore. I've lost my passion. I've, all mm. these things are indicators that your vertical connection is off. Yes. And even if you're going to church, every day, but but you haven't just had some quiet time. Be like, look, I don't even know who you are for real. Exactly. The beauty of the beauty of God is that He knows you don't know Him, <laughs> <laughs> and we pretending that we know Him. And, and, and He knows. Yeah, He knows. He's like, yo, you don't know who I am, and he and and the thing is, He wants to tell you. He wants you to know, because the more you know Him, the more you trust Him. And then yeah. the more he can tell you who you are, mm. instead of you grasping at straws and saying, mm. well, "Mom mm. said I would be a good lawyer, so I went to a, I went to law school." You know, Daddy said that I would make a great mechanic, so I, you know, I do this now because people mm. try to put all of those things, their expectations, on me as well. And one thing my my parents will tell you right now: I am an unconventional child and an unconventional <laughs> woman to this day. You try to put me in a box, I will break that thing up. <laughs> I will break it up. And I didn't understand why I was like that. I, I've been like that my whole life. Mm-hmm. You tell me that, you know, my mom was like, I think you should be a corporate lawyer because you could find all the loopholes, which is true. Mm-hmm. But that's not what was calling me. Exactly. What was calling me was to be a speaker. What was calling me was to encourage and empower, was mm-hmm. to help people live a different life. But they don't make a school for that. That's right. <laughs> There's no school for that. You know, my mom's like, you got to get a degree in something. Well, I'm good in business. So I got a, a, a bachelor's in marketing and an MBA in management. Mm. And that's something that I don't even like. <laughs> Not like that. You see, I mean, so I, I did it for a lot of different reasons, but it wasn't for the reason of this is why God made me. It was exactly. I, need to, I can get a job. I need to eat. Every week, you know, those mm-hmm. kind of things. So in my redefinition, I had to, um, I guess my first redefinition came while I was married and, and my marriage was falling apart and I didn't have any identity. Mm-hmm. I realized that. I did, I th- and all of my identity was in my marriage. It was in my children. It was in, you know, the reputation that we had built as a couple and family mm-hmm. and all of that. So when that fell apart, I didn't have nothing. Yeah, because that's where we lose us. Exactly. And so that's the, that's, that's the what. You have to be brave enough to redefine. Yeah. What do you need to redefine? Redefine who you are in all capacities. Mm. Whether it's your marriage, whether it's your job, you need to see, and you have to found it on God, because your identity is not your marriage, it's not your job, it's not your reputation, it's who God says you are. That's right. So if you don't, if you don't know that, if you don't know who He says you are, or um, who you are individually and who you are just as His child, then mm. it makes it it makes it a bit difficult. To get found. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Because everything else is really like sand. There's no solid rock that you're standing on. Hmm. And so that's what you have to do. You have to go, okay, all right, I need to re- re- redefine myself on him. Who does he say I am? What does he say I have? Do I believe him? Mm-hmm. Do I believe him? That's one of the key things I think right there. A lot of people, they can say it. But they don't believe it. Right. It sounds right. But they don't believe it. Because when you believe it, you act on it without fear, without doubt, without worry, without being anxious. You move. So I, I, God, I love that. Yeah. 
this is something that um so I have you know, I do different programs and different things and one of the ones that I did is called High Definition Woman. Or mm-hmm. to be high definition person really. Um mm-hmm. and it's taking something God says that says that we are to him and and then digging into why we don't believe it. Mhm. Why why don't we believe that? Because there we can believe that and this is true for me and I know for you and other people. We can believe so hard and mightily for other people. Oh yeah. But then when we take it and try to apply it to ourselves, it's just like Teflon, don't nothing stick. <laughs> <laughs> Slide off of you. It's like exactly. how come I can't believe that for me. Exactly. So so it's uh it, it is it is really digging in. See, this is the this is the work that people need to do in order to to reconnect and this is something that's not really taught at church. Mm-hmm. You're not really taught. Why don't I believe this stuff? Like I'm going, the choir is mm-hmm. singing, but when that preacher get up talking, I don't know what I don't even know where Habakkuk is. Uh. <laughs> it's like, between what? I what? have no clue where. Yeah, I have no clue where <laughs> Titus is. You know what? Mm-hmm. So it's it really is work. Relationships are work, and the relationship with Christ is work. Working on a relationship with you is work. With yourself yeah. is work. And yes, so that's why you you found it. You have to found it on him because once you found it on him, you do walk confidently. You said um, once you know, you walk differently, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So I don't worry about it. money. Is not always my friend. It's always try to try to be elusive sometimes. And I go, where are you going? Mm. You know, washing machines break. Those things are not cheap. That's and right. Said, and I, I, this here, let me give you my real life. My real life scenario. My mm-hmm. washing machine broke two weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my lord, that was not in the budget at all, not even a little bit." Mm-hmm. And I have three kids, two boys, eleven and thirteen, who eat like they're twenty-one and twenty-three, uh-huh. and uh, I and a little girl who's eight, and she eats like she's thirteen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually trying to play catch up because they grow so fast. Uh-huh. They grow so quickly. So I'm like, okay, y'all need new winter clothes. So I'm budgeting for this stuff. And I said, Lord, how am I going to pay for this washer? Uh-huh. And I called um, to get it repaired because I would had a warranty on it. And they said, oh, well, we can't fix that. A what? Wow. Oh, okay. All right. But guess what they did? The next day they called me. They said, you know, we looked over the report. We looked over what the um, the, the maintenance guy said, and he, he's right. We can't fix it. So what we're going to do is we're going to reimburse you for the full amount. All you right. going to do what? You, you're going to do what? He said, yeah, Ugh. for the full amount. Oh, are you serious? Mm-hmm. And, and what this is, this is what I've, this is the confidence that I have. It doesn't matter what breaks down in my house. It That's doesn't right. matter what looks like it's not going to get paid or I can't, you know, afford this or go here or do this. He mm-hmm. always supplies for me. That's right. Because as a single woman, I made him my husband. Come he's on. my Lord and Savior, yes, but he's my husband. Yes. So me, as his bride, if I'm in need, he provides. Yes. And I know that he will. I didn't even worry about it. I called my mm. mom. I was like, look. Can you? I, I I need an extra something to help me um, mm. wash clothes <laughs> because mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were going to pay for it at first, and and so I had I had spent my budget. I mean, I tried to budget to zero, so mm-hmm. I was like, look, I bought clothes, I did all this without thinking that I'm gonna have this extra expense. She's like, yeah, I sent you some. I washed my clothes, did all I need to do. You uh-huh. know, within a couple of days, it was there, and all I could say was, God, you always provide for me. Yes. Because I, I have allowed him that space in my life. This was part of my redefinition. Mm-hmm. Re- redefining who I am, not based on anything else except for who he says I am and what I have in him. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's that's my that's my what that's my why. Because if I found if I if I try to grind find myself on anything else. It's gonna be. It's like sand. 
Like, mm. have you ever tried to really hold sand? <laughs> just keep even, even if it's wet. You still got to keep trying to hold it together, hold it. Together. It just doesn't work. And what I have learned, you know, when I was a little girl, uh, they sang that song, "The Wise Man Builds His House Upon the Rock." Remember uh, that song? Yeah. And and I, I mean. I understood it because, yes, rock is rock and sand is sand. But yeah. let me tell you, when you realize when David was like, the, you know, the Lord is my rock, yes, you can begin to identify better because the relationship you built with him gives you the confidence to say, I don't care what happened. I know exactly that God will take care of me. If it all falls apart, that's right. he'll put it back together. So when you're in the midst of, you know, my life is this and my family is doing this or my kids are doing this, you have uh-huh. to understand who he is, that he knows that you can't control people. Right. And he doesn't He doesn't try to control us either. So he gives those people free will to do what they're going to do. But what you can control is your response to him as this stuff is going on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this, so this is a walkout. This is a, I can redefine my life on him. How do you do it? You're going to go through these seven areas. You start with the spiritual because that unlocks everything else in your life. Yes. If your spiritual is not okay, then the emotional is not going to be okay. Right. Neither will the mental. Neither will the financial. Neither will the physical, the vocational, the intellectual, the relationships. None of that stuff is going to work. Not the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. Because the spiritual is the key that unlocks everything. That's right. So that, you have to you have to understand. You know, you just have to understand that. And plenty of people, including me, at one time, tried to get around that part. Right? I wanted to be successful. I'm gonna go to church, give my tithes, sing in the choir. You know, I do community service now and again, but I didn't have relationships. We mm-hmm. all try to skirt that part of it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, truth be, let's be honest. I'm I'm la- and I love that you're keeping it real on real to real blog talk radio because I love that. How many people you know are going to be that honest and that real about what you just said? Because that was me. I figured, you know, God, you're taking too much time, so I can go ahead and you know skirt around it and do it myself. Yeah, because you I just take it. Waiting on this. Yeah, I'm like, I can't wait on you. I And I had the mindset, oh, I was cocky with it. I said, you know what? Can't nobody do it better than me. I can go ahead and I can get it done. It was and like he was you. like, go on then. He sure did. He said, go right ahead. I'm, I'm going to be right here through everything you do, but you turned your back on me, but I ain't going to turn my back on you. So when you get ready, I'm going to be right here to pick you up. Right. And he did. And that was the last time I ever said, can't nobody do it better than me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Jesus, you can fix it. Yes, you can. And I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to wait on you. (laughs) Right. And see, this is the thing. Like, okay, so see how we both had to get to that, that breaking point, that low point. I'm convinced that we don't always have to get to the low point before we we form a relationship. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, let me give you an example. One of my favorite stories is uh, in the Bible is Job. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And, but but many people, I've not heard very many people speak on this, what I'm about to say about Job. Okay. I've heard all kinds of, you know, sermons and everything. But I went through um, a time where, and I still do this, I, I believe I'm going to begin this in my um, real-life faith lab group, my monthly membership group, is that we're going to go through the Bible in this way. We mm-hmm. went through the, uh, a friend and I, another seminarian, went through the Bible, and we started going book by book. When we went through Je- uh, Job, of course you see the, the verses you're familiar with, but as you go slowly through it, you're able to see things that you would not normally see, and the Holy Spirit will begin to show you things that you go, what? Uh, I've never seen that. <laughs> Where did that come from? 
And mm-hmm. one, of the, one of those moments for me was in Job 28. So, you know, Job lost everything. His kids got killed. His wife mm-hmm. was like, you know, you need to need to curse God and God. His friends was tripping, everybody. And mm-hmm. so, and, and Job kept saying, I just need, I just need counsel with God. You know, I, I just need to get in front of him and tell him, plead my case. Mm-hmm. He kept on saying that. I need to plead my case. I need to, you know, if I could just have a moment with him and tell him, then mm-hmm. he'll know. So after, let's see, about chapter 28, Job goes into, well, I mean, I help old people. And this is a loose paraphrase, so don't be going looking to see if he helps old people. <laughs> I'll hear that now. Yeah. But <laughs> right, but you know, he was I mean, basically he was like, Look, I'm a I'm a I'm a uh pillar in the community, right? Mm-hmm. I go to church and I worship, I taught my kids to worship you, um, I pay my I pay my, my tithes, I do offerings, I do everything that I need to do. I do help old people. I help them needy people and orphans and widows and all these people and this and that. He kept talking about I, 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 I. Mm-hmm. Once he got through that rant, that's when God was like, okay, gotcha. Well, you got mm-hmm. my attention now. So let me ask you this. Did you did you fling any of those stars in the sky? Mm-hmm. Did, did you plant a tree? Did you make water come from the ground? Did you do any of that? And then God goes on for several chapters <laughs> after that. <laughs> Calling him out uh-huh. because what God was showing him. Remember, I told you. Remember, I told you that God is going to show you two things. He's going to show you some things about you, and he's going to show you some things about him. In Job, he was showing Job that he was self righteous. That's right. That he carried around self righteousness. The whole point of God allowing Satan to to sift him and his family like that, but not kill him, was to show him. You got self righteousness, boo. <laughs> and and then God was like, Now let me remind you who I am. Exactly. And once once Job was like, Oh my oh wow. Oh wow. When he gets to forty two and he said he repented mm-hmm. he repented of the self righteousness. And he was like, You know what? You are the man. I I <laughs> yeah, I messed that up. Exactly. And then he prayed for his friends, and then what did God do? He blessed him doubly mm, money mm. and children. Mm. So it's a that's and, and just so you know, the whole book of Job is a process. Yes, it is. That's an example of a process. If you begin to look at different Bible characters' lives, and that's something that I pull in the book too, begin mm-hmm. to show you. You know, I give you my life and what God was doing in my life, so people can really see a you know, a person and then give you a biblical example of what this looks like. Because we don't always see life in that process. Mm-hmm. And we get upset. We get all we get all messed up. And so we you know, Job had to redefine who he was. He was no longer a self righteous man mm-hmm. who was given you know, because he had a lot of money and this and that. He saw God for who he was and he redefined himself based on who God said he was, not on what he could do. Not all his abilities. And so that's why I'm saying, you know, when you do this, you have to, once he got the spiritual right, remember I said that? Once he got the spiritual right, his relationships, his finances, his emotional, his mental, his physical, all of that stuff worked out. Everything shifted. Everything shifted. Once he got that part right. And so... The redefinition has to come from a place of, all right, God, look, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Whatever you exactly. do, cool. Mm. So. I think that is awesome. I love the the analogy that you gave from the book of Job. And I know we're coming close to an end. And I know that there are a lot of people that are tuning in right now. Now, did you ever imagine a dream that you would be doing what you're doing right now? Uh, not this. I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be talking about other stuff. But twenty years ago, when he told me that I would be a speaker, um, I remember saying, "What am I going to talk about?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, my process brought up a lot for me to talk about now. So that's right. That's right. It's good how he sets things in motion for us oh, yeah. to be able to do what he's purposed us to do on this earth, and I, I love that. 
um, about how God works, how how He works things out. Um, now, are you working on any new projects? I am. I am. I have a couple of things. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh-huh. of course, and I'm doing a live workshop in Charlotte on the on January 30th. But don't worry. On okay. January 23rd, I'm doing a virtual workshop, and it's Redefine Your Life. So we are creating an action plan for 2015 right. and, for the re- and for years to come because redefining is re- it's really a process. But you have to look, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And so I'm starting that. It's a, it's a two-hour intensive okay. um, online, and it's, I only have room for 25 people. Okay, but y'all. Uh, now y'all hear that? Yes, twenty five people. You'll be able to see me, and because um, the price is usually forty seven, but if you guys, you know, if you guys want to have listened to the call and appreciate what I've said, then I can do it for thirty five dollars. That's my that's been my discount for people because okay. trust and believe I understand what uh, Christmas does to people's wallets. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but but one thing I have realized uh in my journey is that you have to make you have to decide that you are a priority and invest in yourself. That's right. You have to do that. Cuz once you begin to do that, then you go, you don't let once you make yourself a priority and understand that you are worth the investment, you don't allow the foolishness in your life as much. That's right. Cuz you go, no, I don't have time for that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and you cut oh, yeah. it off right there, before you cut it off while you see it coming. I, I love that. I love that. Um, now, quick. exactly, exactly. As we come to a close, I, I do. I want to thank you for joining us and giving us your tips and tools on redefining your life and what does that look like to anyone who's gone through something and is at that point. Um, where they have to redefine or they feel the need, that pull, that tug. But what are are two things that you can leave with our listeners today to take away from the show, something that would just empower them to get on that journey of redefining their life? One probably, probably would be that you are worth taking that journey. You have to know that you're worth taking the journey to redefine your life and that you you will recover. This thing is a process. Yes, you're it worth is. It. It's a process. This is this doesn't happen overnight. Huh. It doesn't happen over a month, you know. Hmm. It's a process. That hmm. it's, it's kind of like the, you know, you just kind of unfolding everything like hmm. a rose. When a rose is tight, it's tight, and you can't see how many petals are really in it. And sometimes in our life, life gets us real tight like that, real tight. But all the things that we have on the inside have to be coaxed out, and and what coaxes out the the petals? The sun. Mm -hmm. Because once the sun hits the petals, they begin to just unfold. And that's what needs to happen with you, and it's not the S, it's not the S U N, it's the S O N, and so yeah. I'm trying to get people to reconnect so that they can loosen up and allow those petals to unfold and become everything that God says that they are, and it starts with redefining who you are. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Again, if you all had to jump off the call for any reason, you can always listen to my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or On Demand on Blog Talk, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Before we say goodbye, how can people get in contact with you to sign up for your programs, your services, and just stay connected with you? Um, well, I am. I spend a great deal of time on Facebook. Okay. Uh, you can look me up. It's L I N D S A Y, and I also have a a closed community. So you can look up real dot life dot faith dot with Lindsay Emita, and you can come in there. And I'm talking about this stuff all the time. We're doing life together uh, right now. It's it's an encouragement uh, mm-hmm. group. 
I give some tips and pointers. And you can also find me on Twitter, Periscope, uh, Instagram. Trying to think, of it. yeah. And and my website, I will give you my website, but it's not up and it's it's up, but it's not running <laughs> like it should. But it's Lindsay Enita. It actually should be opening in the next week and a half. So okay. I would love for you guys to connect with me. You can also email me at Enita E N I T A at lindsayenita.com. If you have questions, um, I have other programs and different things that will be coming up. So if you want to stay in the loop, let me know. I would love to keep you informed and to help you on your journey because it's not a journey that really can be taken exclusively on your own. You could take it, but what happens is is that sometimes you just need people to go, you're doing good. Uh-huh. You can do it. This hey. is the right path. Yes. This is the right path. So. I love it. And thank I you love, so much love for it. allowing me um, to come and speak to your audience. Oh, I, I just, I, I appreciate you just even saying, yeah, I got the time. I love when, you know, when powerful women who know who they are and whose they are say, yeah, I would love to come and talk about real issues and not be afraid to be themselves and tell the truth on real life. Um that that just kind of, it gives me so much energy that I get off and I'm like, okay, who can I have on the show next that's not afraid to just really voice, you know, what <laughs> takes place in everyday real life with real people and they can give real solutions. Um, so, again, I appreciate you being on with me tonight. I love, love, love uh, what it is that you're doing and just pray that you continue to be successful in all that you do. Um, for all my listeners, thank you for joining in. I will be taking a break next Tuesday to try to nurse this cold or whatever it is that's going on to get it out of my system. But please return that following Tuesday. I will be back, and I have some awesome, awesome lineup of some great uh, uh, feature guests that's going to be coming on. So I look forward to you all. I think the baby wants to say goodbye to everybody, too. (laughs) I look forward to you all joining me week after next. Um, And as always, I just wish you all a farewell and have an awesome and real week. Remember to join us back here Tuesday after next on Real to Real Blog Talk Radio. And in the meantime, have a real week. You all have a blessed night. Hi. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.